Today is May 8th, 2023. I guess that's why they call me. They call me the working man. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, Rush begin their R40 tour. It is their final tour as drummer Neil Peart passes away in 2020. This is the Crossroads Music Podcast, a weekly music discussion podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Eric, how are you tonight? I am doing well. You, you have to say it like Getty, though. They call me the work <laughs> in my hand. That's what I am. <laughs> I don't know how he sings like that. It's like, mm. I, obviously, he can't hit the high notes anymore live. But man, that must, to sing that every night in that style is like, that's intense. Well, that documentary of Rush, and they have like every famous person in it. And they were like, I think it, I can't, I think it was Gene Simmons that said it's like a hamster on overdrive. <laughs> right. And it's like, I was like, yes, that's, that's exactly Getty <laughs> Lee for sure. That's so funny. Um, yeah. yeah. Before we went live, we were actually talking about hockey because I find it funny that the Leafs are down three zero in the series against the Florida Panthers. It makes me laugh. <laughs> I mean, we like it, it's it's funny because all the people who are like diehard Toronto fans that aren't really like Toronto fans out here in BC, they just kind of keep quiet. Are all now diehard Toronto fans because they're in the playoffs. Uh, so like I, I hear nothing about it, like nothing but it at work, right? Because surprisingly, there's a lot of people from Ontario that live out in BC. So, yeah. like, you could see Toronto Maple Leafs jerseys everywhere. Really? <laughs> it's oh my it's God. so funny. It's it's like they all came out of the closet just being like, <laughs> ah, I'm a fan. I'm a diehard fan. And it's just like you have a bunch of bandwagoners. It's, it's unfortunate because, like, they're, they're never going to get, like, anything. Like, they're not winning this round. There's no way. It's impossible for them to win four in a row. It's impossible. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's funny because Ben just mentioned uh there are no Toronto fans out here, buddy. Leave <laughs> sec. There have there are, but uh he's a big Canucks fan. So mm. I mean so Ben, I have a question for you. If the Leafs do manage to salvage what they've lost. Oh my god. Of, I now granted I don't follow hockey, so everything I've caught up on was just before this podcast started from Kem. Kem just filled me in on the, on the four details. teams only four teams in hundred year history have come out yeah. of a three zero hole so ben my question to you is if the leafs do manage to pull off this miracle and they're the only canadian team in there would you vote for them <laughs> that'd be so funny we'll, we'll wait for his answer <laughs> i mean edmonton oilers are still in it and uh they have a pretty mm. good chance of going all the way but uh ooh, looks like ben will not cheer for the leafs <laughs> even if they're the only canadian team <laughs> they are the only one <laughs> oh man mm. it, it's just fun i love watching it doesn't happen very often because the leafs like always lose their their playoff rounds but when mm -hmm. I watch the Leafs lose playoffs, it makes me laugh. It's my entertainment mm -hmm. for, for the spring. <laughs> it's just like the new Metallica album. Oh my God. I made that reference, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like Metallica is like the Leafs, you know? <laughs> yep. Um, Eric, what's your uh, drink of choice for today? So my drink of choice is I had to get it. I keep seeing it in the uh, liquor store, and I feel like it taunts me. Um, ben will be proud because he loves IPAs. I'm not a huge fan of them. Um, 
Now, this is Moon Underwater, Tasteful Nudity. So mm-hmm. I am going to zoom in on that. I don't know if you can see that, but it's a it's one of those naked cats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's called Tasteful Nudity, and I figured this is like That's a funny. perfect beer for the Miley Cyrus review <laughs> of her new album. Um, so this is i can't remember where this is from uh victoria uh just the capital here did you know we source almost all our okay that that's just uh that's just like organic shit that nobody really needs to know but uh but yeah i i mean i i drank one just before the start of the podcast i will have to say it does taste like now, I don't want anybody taking this the wrong way. <laughs> okay, this does taste like if, like, oh man, like I, I don't know if I'm gonna offend anybody here. Like, I feel bad, but it, it tastes like exactly what this would taste like. Like a cat? It tastes like a cat. Like, a, like it tastes like what a naked cat would taste like. If, <laughs> if that, like, and I don't want that to sound weird. Sounds, I know it sounds weird. That sounds terrible, though. It does sound terrible, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's not bad. Maybe my palate's getting better for IPAs. I don't know, but cheers. Uh, Ben's drinking Race Rocks from Lighthouse Brewery in Victoria. Ooh, which is the mug I have, actually. Ooh, nice. It's a, it's a contradicting mug, but <laughs> <laughs> two different breweries, but. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's talk about some music. Eric, what have you been yes. listening to this past week? So I couldn't remember if this was on our list just because, uh, you know, there's just been a lot going on <laughs> in my life here. Uh, so I have been taking a dabble in the new Gordon Downey mm. and Rob Rock album. Have, are we reviewing that again? Yeah, in two weeks. Okay, okay. So I'm not going to say anything then. Um, I have been listening, uh, the hives just released a single. Um, so anybody, uh, that doesn't know who the hives are, they're like a punk kind of like, I would say they're punk kind of grudgish, uh, band out of Sweden, Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, their newer stuff I've never liked. I-, I really liked it when they started off and, uh, probably, uh, Tyrannosaurus hives, I think it was called, uh, their album. That, that was like really that was really good uh they, they're actually come so this single if they come back with a single and and this is a i, I can't remember what the word, word is but this is a force yeah foreshadowing to the album review but this song sounds exactly like what old hives sound like which i love it's very nice. punky very like kind of grungy so but i'm just hoping that the album sounds like this <laughs> so this is foreshadowing for the album review they they haven't been around for like a while i feel like they it's been years yeah it's been years and it kind of popped up on my apple music and i was literally like oh i gotta listen to this um now one of my favorite country artists who i would kill to see but he never tours in canada i don't know why (laughs) but justin moore uh came out with a new album called stray dog and it is awesome it is amazing 
Uh, I am loving this album uh, just actually as much as like I've been listening nothing but to that U2 Songs of Surrender still. And I've been listening to that Chasing or uh, City and Color album. Mm. Uh, the new one, like repeat. But this has definitely taken the place. And it's kind of like giving me a little bit of a break. So of, of that's of the other stuff I've been listening to. So uh, Justin Moore, Stray Dog, check it out. Uh, he's got some cool uh, collaborations with some artists on here. Uh, surprisingly, it's only an eight song album. But uh, I, I find the eight songs are like, it's perfect, right? You're not getting yeah. too less. You're not getting too much, yeah. right? And, and it kind of weeds out all the bullshit, which I kind of like. So, yep. yeah. Yep. Uh, Ben's been listening to Prof, hip-hop artist. Uh, new album's Horse, I think. Oh, yeah. He says uh, album is Horse, uh, and he really likes it. So mm-hmm. that's cool. I haven't actually checked it out. So maybe maybe one day when I get through get through all the stuff I need to listen to. Uh, and Chasing Dragonflies, thanks for tuning in. Yes, um, welcome. I, I, we had a discussion between podcasts about AI music um oh yes and something popped up on my feed which i it did intrigue me it was uh ai versions of existing oasis songs this time but uh songs like half the world away and don't look back in anger uh, are originally sung by noel gallagher uh but mm-hmm. they they've made an ai version where they've replaced it with liam gallagher's vocals no so the songs that originally noel is singing on the original studio recordings they've replaced it with liam's vocals and it sounds weird like i assume ai is gonna get better but it's interesting to hear how close it sounds like liam and it's funny because like you mentioned like in our discussion in between like it is crazy how good it does sound yeah it's like pretty close to accurate there's like weird warbles and like inflection isn't like exactly what you would expect from like a human singer to do but it's Mm. pretty close and like it's interesting to hear like oasis songs done by the other vocalist Mm. um I thought it was like interesting. Now, obviously, I still prefer the originals because I always think Noel's a better singer. But then I wonder, like, what happens if I find like Oasis songs all sung by Noel? Then I'm like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) It's funny because, like, I get, I get what the AI is opening up because like for, for bands, and I'm just going to use this country band as an example, uh, Brooks and Dunn, right? Uh, Ronnie Dunn and Kicks Brooks. That's his name. <laughs> Kicks Brooks. Uh, they, they share, they go back and forth between songs, like who sings the lead vocals and who will sing the backup. And some songs that you listen to in that band specifically, you're like, huh, I wonder if that will sound better with, ronnie's voice or kick's voice mm-hmm. right and and it just like oasis is a perfect example like like you said like noel and liam right they they have their they have their place yeah in certain songs right so but yeah it just like and and before like kem said we had a discussion before this uh with our mutual friend of ours 
and uh, we've been, like I kind of went on a little bit of a deep dive, <laughs> like a, like a spiral listening to AI generated music, and it's it's scary. Like like you're listening to like Nirvana play like the Bee Gees song because it's so stupid. It just, it's so it's, now, now I was going for the dumb shit, right? Uh, but I, I could see you being like like what if you took like a song like uh, I don't know like Adele's Hello. And got like some like famous person. Did you like... uh, have you listened to Kanye's version of "Hello" by Adele? No, it's no. horrible. It's so funny because like very clearly Kanye West is not a good singer. So like when he tries to hit the high notes on on "Hello," it's just mm. out of tune. I, it's in pitch, but it sounds so bad. It's it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's that's funny how the AI can generate that the singer can't sing in that key <laughs> and can't go that high of a register. So they're going to like that. That is funny to me. Um, but there's some ridiculous collaborations out there. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is the like crazy, like you, you have DJs, right. Or you have mm. like, uh, like there was a revolution when that, with those movies like pitch perfect came out um where and high school musical take, yeah yeah high school musical and they would kind of like mash songs together yeah right there was like that phase like i feel like this is on like a ridiculous level of like yeah like hilarity yeah because like, just <laughs> there was the um, the collision course with jay-z and lincoln park when they did like mm -hmm. that collaboration together i think some 41 and Ludacris did an album together also mm -hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is it's wild like what's out there. It's still it's very clearly still like in its infancy cuz you can tell it's not it's not perfect. Um, no, it's not. But I mean, it's already progressed this far. So it's like Yeah. It's probably it's definitely going to get <laughs> like really good really soon. Yeah. And it's funny too because you get a song like like one of your favorite songs in the world and we're like oh i wonder what uh weird al yanokovic would would sound <laughs> singing this song <laughs> uh julia how's it going thanks for tuning in um yeah i don't know it's so weird because like and then you think about okay so we've like spent years like listening to music and sort of just going like past decades before we were born and we sort of know like a decent amount of the the recorded released music out there um but just imagine like a 14 year old, 15 year old kid today and trying to figure out like listening to things for the first time, like Bohemian Rhapsody or like, I don't know, uh, Sweet Home Alabama. But like the first version they hear is like Jack, Jack White doing like Sweet Home <laughs> Alabama. Like just imagine how confusing that's going to be. Yeah, that would be very confusing. Because again, like it is good, but like I could tell the difference. Yeah. I, like you could tell the difference. I, I know we had an argument before, like this is like a few weeks ago, or you had an argument with our mutual friend <laughs> and he was saying how he can, he can't tell the difference sometimes. It's like, I feel like you could clearly tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Maybe because we've listened to so much music that, that yeah. that's why, but yeah, like that would suck listening to Bohemian Rhapsody not by Queen for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like that's an experience. 
Yeah. Right? I, yeah, the music, like, like just like a, like, smoke on the water, like, like, hearing, like, I don't know, uh, like, Ben Johnson, or what's his name? <laughs> Brian Johnson uh, yeah. doing smoke on the water. Like, it'd be so weird if that was your first experience with music. Smoke on the water! <laughs> like, it'd be so weird. You know? Hmm. Now, I think it would be hilarious, like, just getting somebody like, I don't know, like Christopher Walken. Like, that, those are the collabs that I was trying to find. The guy, like, smoke on the water, <laughs> fire in the sky, <laughs> you know? That, that would be hilarious to me. But you're right. Like, all these classic songs just being, like, just butchered like and I, I wouldn't say butchered I, I i mean more so like sounds like bohemian rhapsody like you're great right mm-hmm. that or or like even like you could say stairway to heaven like as right? much as yep. we hate led zeppelin right stairway to yep. heaven on this like these are songs that need to you need to listen to the original song yeah like you need to right and and i feel like it's going to take away from that yeah, I don't know. it Because, like, what if you do hear that song by, let's say, Brian Johnson singing Smoke on the Water, and you don't like it? <laughs> I don't like this song. But then but then it's like, okay, well, what if you've, if you've listened to the original by, you know, Deep Purple, then would you like it, or would you hate it? Or are you going in with that notion, like, this is a shit song? Oh, man, it's just so confusing. Hmm. I can't I can't imagine like being a kid today and just like trying to navigate through it it's almost a hundred years of like recorded music now. I feel like nineteen nineteen tens. Yeah, it's over a hundred years of properly recorded music. And then now you have like this AI generated music that's just like just nonsense. That's just mocking the music industry. That's what I feel like it is doing. <laughs> Right. I mean, I, I know we're not in the news section at this point. We're like completely off the rails. But yeah, we're, uh, we're I mean, still in what we've been listening to. <laughs> if I'm if I'm to like map this out and like try mm-hmm. to like predict what happens next, I mean, this ends up being the record industry basically saying we don't need artists anymore, right? They just have a bunch of AI bots because they have all the songwriters, right? They get a bunch of song. Well, maybe they get all the AI to write the songs too. But like the record labels pivot to like, oh, we just need these uh, AI bots who write us the songs, mm-hmm. record us the songs, and then we market it and then, and then send it out into the world. But then you have uh, send it out to like Spotify and Apple Music. But then doesn't Spotify and Apple Music turn around and say, hey, we could do that too. We don't need the record labels who take a cut out of this. We're going to train our own bots and make our own music and release it on our own streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. So that sort of just gets rid of the record labels completely. Mm -hmm. So like, then there's no one, no one to fund artists at all once mm-hmm. the record labels are gone and the, i don't know i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because like record labels it's sort of hit and miss really um they they've done some good stuff they haven't done terrible things but 
that sort of if I'm to like map it out and where this eventually goes, I just think this ends up being the end of the record labels because the AIs just take over. Like it's so much more efficient for Spotify mm -hmm. or Apple Music just to have their own stuff and release it. And then the independent artist is sort of on their own. Yeah, it's you make a very valid point. Like I don't right? see because... I don't see a world where the record labels survive something like this. No, like could you imagine Capitol Records going under? <laughs> I mean, maybe this, it's the end of the recording contract. Which which in a way it's kind of like the 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 handcuffs if you will for musicians like a recording contract yeah right because it kind of limits you from doing stuff that you really want to do right mm -hmm. and that's why you see these bands like the foo fighters uh like taylor swift they're they're doing their own kind of like they're like fuck the label we're doing our own thing yeah right but now it's almost like we're getting into like a like a costco style warehouse of music which is like your spotify and your apple music that are just like fuck it we don't need artists at all we can just like you said make our own own versions of songs yeah yeah it's like i don't know it's it's crazy the Yeah, I just don't see a world where the the industry survives this. It, it's just going to end up the streaming services with whatever junk they want to release and then independent artists who have to find their own way or fund themselves. Mm -hmm. But it could also be like, because I remember when sampling first started being used, mm. they were all like, ah, this is kind of a little bit weird how we're sampling art like drummers and guitar players and stuff like especially for hip-hop early day early hip-hop mm -hmm. right but i feel like this is like that on steroids <laughs> yeah 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 i don't know i man i just i'm i'm having a personally a hard time thinking of a future where i'm going to enjoy ai like created music mm-hmm like, I wonder if it's going to get as good as, like, some of these, like, electronic plugins. Like, some of these guitar amp mm -hmm. plugins are so, sounds so real. Yeah. Like, I downloaded a, uh, like, that Amplitube. I mentioned this on the podcast before, but there's a Dr. Z amp that Brad Paisley, one of my favorite country guitar players, plays. Uh, and it's, like, literally, like, it was a small mom and pop shop that started this amp company. And it sounds exactly like the fucking amp. <laughs> Like, like it's like, it's just, it's just crazy. Right. So like, this is just the start of AI music. Like it's going to sound to a point where it's like, you're not going to be able to tell the difference. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's like, definitely I will like for sure. I'm going to end up listening to AI music for like background music, right? Like when you're yeah. doing chores, just put on some background music. Maybe, maybe we'll review an AI generated album oh on this podcast oh one year. So weird. But like following a specific 
AI created artist. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I know our buddy is going to tell us that like, he's like, Eric, you're such a boomer, <laughs> but I, I feel too, that like, you're just going to take away from the originality. Like, like you go back to like Ed James, buddy guy, like all these, like these like real musicians and it's just like, are they going to get lost in like their like, oh, I don't know who the hell that is, right? <laughs> like fucking Eddie James made this song, <laughs> right? Like, is it going to get to that point? Yeah. Ben is right? going to uh, buy as much music media as he can to stay pure to wow. the artists. <sighs> maybe that's what I have to do. Maybe, uh, maybe this is my rebel stand <laughs> against this. <laughs> Maybe I will buy a record player. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not. I'm not so much concerned that there will never be good music ever created ever again. It's just like it's just so much harder to yeah. find it with like so much AI driven music being created. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but a good segue uh, to the topic we are uh, talk- talking about right now. Uh, in the news, Grimes uh, has now released a new AI project called Elf Tech. Uh, there are a bunch of pre-recorded Grimes acapellas to use to train AI models. Uh, you use this to create original songs based on her acapella tracks, uh, and it can be uploaded to all music streaming services. It's uh, $9.99 USD per year, uh, and you do share... Ec- equal royalties off uh, the stream platforms, but you don't own the publishing. Uh, so you can sign up for her Elf Tech service, but essentially just use her uh, pre-recorded vocals to train AI bots and uh, create create new music with it. Hmm. Interesting. So I, I just don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I feel like we're so like old when they're just like no we cannot have this in here this is too advanced like it's her voice so i mean there's no like copyright law to protect it so might as well take advantage of it and mm-hmm. make some like money off of it but at the same time it's like you're gonna have millions of songs with your voice on it like mm-hmm. that's gonna be crazy it's gonna be very crazy <laughs> Uh, Julia says you're gonna go off the rails buying vinyl. <laughs> yes, I I definitely would. So uh, Julia would never let me buy a vinyl player <laughs> just for that reason. The vinyls so, are too expensive. Absolutely, like it's crazy how expensive they are. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, I don't know. I don't know why vinyls are like such a thing. Like I get wanting to buy like a big. Thing you can frame like just for the artwork so mm-hmm. like maybe one or three or something like that but like just to have a collection of vinyls it seems excessive to me yeah it's it's inefficient for sure but like they do sound nice don't get me wrong yeah vinyls sound great they sound they have that warm vintage feel to them and i and i completely understand what vinyl people love about their vinyls and i would never ever discredit that however 
However, we're in the modern world, <laughs> and you don't need all these physical discs. And and I do understand their like whole like you know like we got to go back to what like music was, which I feel like is what our opinions are of this whole AI thing. Mm. Like, because I feel like with TikTok and everything, you get these thirty second clips, and it's just like a, just a dopamine fix. And yeah. it's like, okay, like move on to the next song. I want to hear Kurt Cobain sing a BG song, Staying Alive, <laughs> right? Like it just sounds ridiculous, but I want to hear it. Oh, that sounds great. Next song, right? I, I just feel like people are getting this mentality of like almost like a squirrel, right? Like, oh, like what's the next like thing? I like, I need that fix, which uh, I, I all the vinyl lovers out there that collect vinyls and play vinyls, like I, I respect them because it's just like, you know, t- take it easy. Let's just like enjoy life. It's like sitting down and enjoying a nice glass of wine, right? And just sit and just enjoying the moment, right? Which I feel like we're getting away from. <laughs> That's yeah. the biggest thing I'm against AI generated music. Yeah. Yeah, vinyl vinyl does sound pretty nice, but uh, mm-hmm. the first lossless. However, oh, if I do get vinyl, sorry for cutting you off. No if worries. I do get vinyl, I will go broke, and I will be homeless <laughs> because I'll just have a cart with vinyl in the cart. <laughs> this is my vinyl collection. <laughs> like that'll be me. Yeah, so. vinyls are too expensive. I can never get into vinyl collecting. It's way too expensive. Um, on the note of that, talking about vinyl quality, the first lossless quality headphones have been released by Sonos. Uh, they're called HED Unity, uh, and they don't use Bluetooth uh, because Bluetooth is known to have bandwidth constraints, uh, so it won't be able to handle uh, lossless quality audio, or at least it won't be able to handle it perfectly. Uh, so these headphones use your local wi-fi network to deliver the high resolution audio of up to 24 bit and 96 kilohertz they are currently priced at 2199 usd dollars oh man it's not worth it (laughs) don't like honestly like as much as yes it does sound different it's just not worth it yeah like i would I would rather have it like and agree to or agree with me or not, Kim. I would rather have those that sound quality in speakers. Yes, but but the room needs to be fit for those speakers, right? Yeah. There's like a lot that comes into play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So these headphones are strictly for home use because it's using your local Wi-Fi network to mm-hmm. deliver the audio. Um, so you couldn't use your, your data plan. Well, I guess technically you could, but then, uh, you would burn through your data like really quickly if you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, intended to would. have a solid Wi-Fi network so it can stream that high quality audio at all times. Um, yeah, 2,200 bucks is too much money for headphones. One, um, two, you might as well get speakers at that point, like really nice speakers and like treat mm. the room. Uh, so it doesn't sound like mud. Uh, Cause if you're willing to spend 2,200 bucks on headphones, you probably have enough money to get nice speakers. 
and get some. Yeah, and that it that should be probably cheaper to get or probably just the same and the experience will be a lot more enjoyable because you can have friends and family over um to outfit your room plus get speakers <laughs> for your room <laughs> right uh, yeah uh chasing tramflies wants to know if your wi-fi is trash it probably won't work if your wi-fi is like really sucky i assume these headphones mm-hmm. will either stutter or just like not work at all you probably need a pretty good connection uh so there's that there's that thing too also Um, it's it's amazing because i feel like people are forgetting that a lot of like every music that you listen to on your spotify apple music radio it's all mixed for radio like it is literally mixed for your car stereo to play the song because that's what most people are listening to their music from right going to work coming home driving to whatever errands you need to be done and so it's not like some guy is mixing the song like 10 different ways that all this is for speakers and this is for this like it's just mixed one way Mm -hmm. so i I don't know don't waste your money on these headphones (laughs) like that's that's crazy two thousand dollars for headphones yeah for headphones yeah um yeah like lossless is nice but like man if you're okay, actually, question: Apple Music, do they have a lossless tier, pay tier? They have lossless? No, they don't have a pay tier. So if you have Apple Music, you just get it all. Oh, wow. uh, they do have the spatial audio, which is annoying because I, I'm finding I'm getting a glitch right now. If the album is mixed with spatial audio, lossless or whatever, uh, what it is is like. So let's say if I'm listening to the song and the band's in front of me. As soon as I turn my head this way, the band is in this here, which is annoying. So I turn that off because it's like, yeah, it's cool. But it's like, why the hell would you do that <laughs> for like listening to music at home? Right. Yeah. So that's so funny. I wonder how that works yeah. if you're just like walking around on the streets. <laughs> well, if you're walking around, like if you're walking with your head up straight, you'll hear it. You'll hear it fully. But if you go right, you'll only hear it in your right ear. Which like, or if you look right or left, which is a cool gimmick. But at the end of the day, if you're listening to music, like I, that's the first thing I turn off because I'm like, this yeah. is like, why would you want to listen to? I want to just listen to the song in my right ear. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably for like home theaters or like speakers. If you have speakers, that would make sense. But uh, mm-hmm. or like a surround sound system. Yeah, um, which I have not tried that on yet. So yeah. But I don't know. That's too much money and lossless quality. Honestly, like Spotify, I don't even think Spotify has a, a lossless tier. I think it's all like, uh, I don't know what the quality is, but I'm pretty sure they don't mm-hmm. have a lossless uh, tier for, for their subscribers. So if you're okay with that, even if you're like YouTube, YouTube's all co- compressed. Like that audio quality yeah. is like compressed to shit. And if you're okay with that, like... There's oh, not a lot I, of people that are going to listen to Lossless. And and you hit the nail on the head, Kim, because like, like really, uh, the average listener is not going to know the yeah. difference. Also, if you're listening to it on $15, like Apple earbuds, like who cares? <laughs> like you will never like, don't get like, like with the, especially like, Companies love to just push like, oh, like $2,000, like you get lossless sound. Like 
if you listen to the regular version on regular headphones versus that loss of sound, yeah, you could say there's a little bit of a difference, but it's not going to be much. Yeah. You need the equipment to actually like play that stuff also. So like Yeah, and and those like how big are those headphones? Do you have like a picture of them? Uh I could probably find them. I could probably because do because I feel too like these are the ones that I'm wearing right now are Sennheiser. They're studio monitor headphones for mixing songs, right? So like you get that depth and and level of audio quality. Um so I feel like when you get those $2000 headphones they're going to be big. Yeah. So they're going to be pretty big. It's right on the screen. Right? So oh, big cups, very big cups around your ears. So there you go. It's probably not going to be different than mine. Like obviously that's more of a sleek design. It kind of like folds into the head ear muff a little bit better. But they're going to be big. Mm-hmm. Right? Cuz and and if someone says you need these earbuds because they support lossless, it's not going to be the same. And and it will never never match speaker quality. Right. Yep. Yep. Like I, I actually wonder how the battery life is on that. Ooh, I don't even know. It better be like decent if you're. Yeah. It better last an album at least, <laughs> or it should. <laughs> yeah. Um. In other news, I actually just announced a few hours ago, some forty-one from Ajax Ontario have announced they are finally breaking up. The band started in nineteen ninety-six, wow. gaining mainstream success oh. in two thousand and one. Uh, they will be completing their current tour. Then they will release their final album. I think it's tentatively titled Heaven X Hell. So I think it's a double album. Uh, one side heaven, the other side hell. Then they will do a final worldwide farewell tour and they are done. <laughs> All the small that's, things. That's Blink-182. That's the wrong band. Oh, that's Blink-182? Yeah. Oh, fuck. What is some forty one thing? They they, um, they sound like the same band to me. They, to uh, be they do like Fat Lip, uh, Motivation, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. okay, okay, wrong band. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, some forty one. From... You have to admit. You have to admit. Some forty one, Blink one eighty two, same band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you told me Blink one eighty two and Green Day, maybe. I don't know. If... I'm just gonna make it one controversial statement. Some forty one. Damn. Blink 182. Same. This tasteful duty must be getting to me. Same band. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh. they're calling it quits after a very long, successful career. Um, That's crazy. It's just funny that they're from Ajax, Ontario. <laughs> what What's the song that they sing? Sum 41. Do they do? Do they do the yeah? Like no 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 no. That's the Blink 182. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Uh, then I then I sh- I feel like I should retract my whole statement because I don't obviously know the difference between the bands. <laughs> They're a bit heavier. Some forty one are a bit heavier. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, that's it for them. Actually, speaking of Blink one eighty two, this isn't actually on my list. But did you uh, did you happen to catch their Coachella set at all? I did not know. Um, so uh, Mr. Tom DeLong, he's infamous for not being able to play his guitar nor sing, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, but for some reason, he decided to auto-tune 
his voice for the whole performance. Um, like a T Pain style auto tune. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's just like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, I know he can't <laughs> sing live, but he auto tuned the whole performance. That is amazing. I would love to see that. <laughs> that that is and, epic on all proportions. And I don't know. <laughs> like, I had. To, I was just wondering, like, did he finally, like, realize that he can't sing and that's why he did it? So I, like, went to go look at, like, after Coachella, uh, their live sets, if he did it. No, he didn't. It was just at Coachella. <laughs> he auto-tuned his voice. I don't know why. <laughs> that's amazing. And and it's funny because, like, Blink-182 between songs, they'll make, like, uh, poop jokes usually. And yeah. the sound, I guess the sound guy was controlling the auto-tune he was definitely sleeping on the job. Like he's supposed to like turn it on for the song and then turn it off while they're talking. But like the first sentence was auto tuned when he was talking. And then the sound guy realized, Oh shit, I was supposed to turn this off. And then the second sentence was like, not an auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> See when you're playing live, you need a good sound guy. Be good with the sound guy because yeah. he could fuck you over. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so like, weird oh, it's so weird oh. i don't know why he decided to do that but <laughs> t-pain that is amazing <laughs> like all i think of is i, I know it's not a t-pain song but <laughs> but the uh lonely island i'm on a boat oh my god I'm on a boat. So... <laughs> like like all i think of is just that ridiculousness of hilarity yeah <laughs> Actually, speaking of T Pain, if uh, we're not gonna review this album, but T Pain did release a brand new album. I want to say two months ago, maybe a month ago, uh, and it's just a bunch of covers. But he does a cover of War Pigs by Black Sabbath. It is actually very good. Like he does a War Pigs. Yeah, he does War Pigs. He does a cover of War Pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not AI generated. No, no, no. It's not AI generated. Okay. Okay, I will check that out. It's actually a that... very good version of War Pigs. Yeah, that's like my favorite Black Sabbath song. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how are we doing with time? Oh, okay. Um, we definitely did talked way too much earlier. Let's um a few things. But it was glorious. Yes. Let's just do a few <laughs> things. Uh so Harry Belafonte, American singer, actor, social activist, the king of Calypso, has passed away at the age of ninety-six. Uh probably in terms of like mo his most famous song is the banana boat song so uh it's that song that goes like deo you say deo that's his song yeah yeah okay so, um he was uh, an active participant in the civil rights movement in the 1960s uh and had a deep career in breaking racial barriers in the arts uh he did pass away at the age of 96 recently uh, ben says those IPAs are like 7% per tall can. No, they're hitting me hard. <laughs> <laughs> this tasteful nudity is, uh, is hitting me pretty hard here. <laughs> um, let's see. Anything else that I want to go into before we go on to the um, album? Uh, oh, a few quick ones. Uh, Taylor Swift has announced that uh, Speak Now, Taylor's version, will be released on July 7th. That is the plan. I actually have something to say about Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh, 
So with don't, her new please album, wait before you start. Please don't talk about her dating life because I can't I can't handle it. It's not okay. it's not about her dating life. I can't at all. I can't handle her, the stupidity. <laughs> it's about her tour right now. Mm. So um, you know my wife is a huge fan Taylor Swift and uh, like I've been trying I've tried to get her tickets for this tour and, I, and I failed miserably. Yeah, and so. I, I told her, I said, look, like the t- tickets are like almost like triple the amount. Yeah. Like, so like garbage seats, garbage seats for a venue would have been like, I don't know, like 300, 400 bucks. Right. So, and this was just like people buying like those bots, buying the tickets and reselling them. Yeah. Right. And and it's, it was almost like double the price, which just pisses me off because you're just like, God damn it. Yeah. Now, so Julia's has been nothing but seeing nothing but on social media about this concert. And she's been, you know, like, oh, my God, like they're they're doing like all the old songs. I'm like, don't worry. Like, I'll get you tickets to go see them. And the wristbands, like the color. Don't worry. Like, like she'll definitely play her hits on the songs. Let's have tours go. But so she was looking up the tickets because she was almost contemplating of getting tickets to go see them in Seattle. Okay. And they were like fucking like twelve hundred dollars oh a God. ticket, a ticket for garbage seats. Like, isn't that fucked? Honestly, the scalping issue is such a like it's such a problem. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous, and like, and it sucks too because because like like okay, so sorry, fifteen hundred dollars, which doesn't like make it better, but. Like, I, I mean, honestly, like, it just, it's sad because, like, Taylor Swift, a lot of artists don't want this to happen, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you do? What do you do to fix this? Yeah, because, like, I mean, the, the whole Ticketmaster uh, resale, like, on the official website, um, usually the artist doesn't take a cut of that, so anything that Ticketmaster does a resale mm-hmm. of Ticketmaster takes that profit. Uh, but then outside of Ticketmaster on like your StubHubs or whatever, although StubHub is owned by Ticketmaster, those are like completely their profit. So like if you're paying double or triple on like some random website, not only are you taking the risk of maybe these tickets are fraudulent one, but two, like none of that profit goes like to the artist. Not a single Which penny. Which sucks. Yeah. Which sucks. Now, my question to you is, and and the most money I've spent on a concert ticket was about $240, and that's when we went to go see Eric Clapton and Jeff Beck play, which I still think, like, I was worth every fucking penny (laughs) because that concert, like, just blew my mind. And and I feel like it blew your mind, too, because we were both sitting there looking at each other like, oh, my fucking God, like, what just happened? (laughs) Right? Now, what band or artist would you pay fifteen hundred dollars for Ooh, alive right to go speak has to live. Be live live today because i would to be live i would have told you rush when neil pert was still around i would definitely mm. uh, and and this could be this could be literally like if freddie mercury was alive <laughs> yeah because like if they're dead then obviously that's that's a bit more of a premium um a band today i don't think there's any band i would pay today that much money to see because i'm trying to think like maiden i wouldn't metallica i wouldn't 
Sabbath. They're all live right now. I wouldn't. Actually, no, that's not true. Black Sabbath, original members, because they're all live right now. Mm-hmm. I would do okay. Black Sabbath. Original Black members. Sabbath, original members. I would go see Queen. Queen. If I had to pay $1,500, I would go see Queen live. Freddie Mercury's still alive like, today. Freddie Mercury's Queen. still alive. Like back when they were like just kicking, like killing it. You know? I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. No? No. Oh. Like this is your only chance to see Queen with Freddie Mercury alive and knowing that he's going to die. 1500 1500 No, I wouldn't do it. Okay. Everybody in the chat, $1,500. You're going to spend any, any like world, whether it's like, I don't know, Robert Johnson for back in the 1940s play live. Like, give me, give me your artist. Ben, you ben wants Nirvana. 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 It's not a bad choice. It's like to be there, like spend fifteen hundred dollars, boom, you're there. That's actually pretty good. That's yeah. a pretty good choice. Kurt Cobain, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, good. you got you got even like Pat Smear there too. Julius is Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? I don't, I don't blame her though. <laughs> she really wants to see her. <laughs> uh, Chasing Dragonflies, Queen or Bob Marley. Bob Marley, $1,500 to see Bob Marley and the Whalers. Ooh, that's actually, that's a good idea. That's not bad. Like, I would pick Bob Marley in his prime. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. You know what? I take that all back because just what Ben said. Imagine all the guys in that unplugged concert. Eric Clapton unplugged mm. to be there at that concert. Right. A hundred percent. A hundred percent I'd be there. Ah, oh, yeah. No, I, I still I think it's for me it's Black Sabbath. Original mm-hmm. members. That's it. It's the only mm-hmm. band I would spend that much money for. Mm-hmm. And just to go back to Chasing Dragonflies, yes, I will get Taylor Swift tickets. And we joke, actually, me and my wife, we joke that when our daughter is born and our daughter's old enough, that's probably when Julia will go see Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would not spend that much for Taylor Swift concert tickets. There's no way. <laughs> see i would it's funny because like i would go see her live for sure yes, just yeah. to listen to her unplugged yeah. or, or no not her unplugged album what what's that album folklore called? folklore she That's probably doesn't one. play a lot of songs off of that album it's not built mm-hmm. for stadium i guess yeah um but uh. Mm-hmm. uh ben's talking about the foo fighter tickets Yes, I tried to get Foo Fighter tickets, and they sold out instantly. So, like, what do you want from me? That's just what the world is today. Okay. <laughs> um, wait, are you are you going on their tour that's coming up? No. Okay. Because no, they still uh, no. This was like this was like uh their previous album that oh, they okay. released before 
unfortunately. Because yeah. I know, know Dave Grohl has said but... he is going on tour, but still no word on who the drummer is going to be. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Now I'm getting shit talked by my wife and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow, we're we're going way over time today. Okay, yeah. last thing, and then I'm moving on because I don't want to mm-hmm. talk about this in depth because I'm sick of it. But uh, the okay. big like music news that everyone is talking about, it'd be it'd be stupid for us to not even mention it. Ed Sheeran wins his Thinking Out Loud copyright trial. The singer was found not liable for copyright infringement of Marvin Gaye's "Let's Get It On." Again, chord progressions cannot be copyrighted. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that this even made it to court. It's very similar to that Katy Perry Dark Horse lawsuit that was years ago. Yeah. This is, yeah, sure. The same tempo, almost the same chord progression. The melody is not even close. Like, so this is the thing. If chord progressions were able to be copyrighted, there would be not as this, like, there would be just a fraction of music <laughs> out today. Like any artist you think, gone. Ed Sheeran, gone. Yeah. It's <laughs> like Katy Perry, gone. And Taylor Swift, gone. Like all these artists would be dead. Yeah. It's, like, no. it's absolutely ridiculous. And like this isn't even the Marvin Gaye estate. This is like the songwriter, the co songwriter on Let's Get It On's estate. So like. Mm. I don't know. This this is all because of that um, uh, Robin Thicke and uh, Pharrell Williams with, mm-hmm. I forget what song, Blurred Lines or whatever it was, that song that they had. Like, yeah. because the Marvin Gaye estate won that lawsuit trial, which also, in my opinion, is absolutely ridiculous. Because of that, that opened up the floodgates for, like, everything else. Because, like, that whole case was based on chord progression. It's like, what the fuck? Well, you just say that like I'm sorry, like but Marvin Gaye, like like a lot of your chord progressions comes from blues, yeah. So like technically, okay, well, you're copywriting them then. Yeah. So it's so stupid. Oh. Anyways, that's that. Copyright laws are outdated to shit, but you know they are because it's so old. It, this is what's gonna happen. Uh, but now AI can make just whatever song they want according to Ben. Yes, that's true. That is true. Uh, All right. Let's do this quickly. Uh, The album that we will be discussing and reviewing today is Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus. So Endless Summer Vacation is the eighth studio album by American singer Miley Cyrus. It was released on March 10th, 2023. Uh, When lead single uh, Flowers was released on January 12th, it set several streaming records and spent eight weeks at number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Uh, becoming Cyrus's second chart-topping song in the country. Uh, so, Eric, thoughts on this album? I mean, I feel like Miley Cyrus has just had this like roller coaster of a life, right? Like Billy Cyrus with her with with her father's achy, breaking heart <laughs> single, <laughs> which I find is a funny song. I hate that song. Uh, there is a version with Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh my god! By the way, just to let you know. Uh, so, uh, this this album was. I, I'll start with the positives. It's very well produced. Like, mm. like this was actually in lossless audio. <laughs> like I said, and it actually matched my AirPods 
uh, so my AirPods was able to play it. Obviously, there's really no difference, like we said earlier, but I'm not going to go into that. Uh, so uh, this, I'll, like, I just had a, first of all, I should say Miley Cyrus's voice in this album is amazing. Unbelievable. Uh, she's got that raw rock voice, which I just wish she would play like this other genre. Like even if it was like folk music, like she's got the talent in her voice, hundred percent. However, um, there are some songs that just really bring her quality of music down. <laughs> and this this album has a strong starting half. Mm -hmm. Like the starting of this album, it hits you hard. I was like, okay, Flowers, I've heard this single before. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I can dig this. I, I can dig this. Uh, Jaded, that her voice is probably the most impeccable and Jaded uh, in this album. And I'm like, this is going to be an amazing album. This is actually going to be the first time I probably come on this podcast and and say Miley Cyrus, this album is out of the park. Uh, and then it just starts going downhill. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it was just very, I don't know. There's something like something very missing about this album. <laughs> it was a very pop album. Okay. Yeah. Going back to your comment of vocals. Although I do agree with you that she is a talented vocalist, she's she's completely fried her vocals. She has like, and and you can tell she's pat. She's like smokes like ten packs of cigarettes a day, because literally like her voice is like this, like when she talks, right? Because there was one song, uh, what the hell was it called? I want to say handstand. <laughs> Uh, where she kind of almost like talks the lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, handstand, yeah, yeah, and and it's literally like like you're just like oh man, like like this, you just sound like just like one of those like just chain smokers. Yeah, right? like obviously she can still sing, and it does add like some like that more rock element to her voice. But like mm -hmm. all the time I'm listening, to her, I'm like you have freaking like put your vocal cords through the ringer it i can hear it well if you compare this to like party in the usa oh like yeah. the, any song on this album it sounds like leagues of difference yeah <laughs> like leagues yeah <laughs> um but but i still think that like she writes a good ballad like uh my favorite song on this album is you uh and 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 i thought that was really good um it's, it's almost like falling in in love with with like the person like that you're meant to marry and stuff like that which i thought was kind of neat uh and and just like i i just felt the first half of the album was just so kick ass and then it just really just it's almost like garbage <laughs> <laughs> like and and I don't want to like give it such a negative context because because she does have that rocker voice. I feel like her element suits like especially flowers. Like uh, for my research for the album, um, I'm sure most of you have known, but flowers is about her breakup with Chris Hemsworth, which 
I didn't even know she was dating. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, but but it's kind of it's kind of a neat like like homage. And then when you actually like listen to or watch the music video, like she's wearing the suit and stuff like that 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 he wore at their wedding and stuff and stuff so there's like there's like i understand what flowers represents to her mm. and that's that's definitely understandable why that's the single on the album because it's a very powerful song uh but uh i do feel like there's more songs on this album that are better like you i i still think the hands down is the best out uh best song on this album but the the bottom half of this album i feel like this should have been just an ep Mm, yeah this should have just been an ep flowers jaded you uh maybe river maybe it's like a it is a pop song but like i didn't really like dig it like like there were songs like the bottom half of this album there were songs that i was listening to that i'm like this is a cool hook and then all of a sudden it just turned into this like i'm like what the fuck is this Like I don't know if you got that impression. Um, Let, let's hear. What are your thoughts? I was I was more distracted with how a lot of these songs reminded me of other songs, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying that these songs were plagiarized or anything because I I I personally don't think they are. But there are so many songs on this album that I'm like, this is just blah blah blah. Like flowers, for example. Like to me, that is just I will survive. Like it's the exact same disco groove, <laughs> exactly same chord progression. I never thought of like, that. It's That's like a... it's so close. It's obviously a different song, but flowers to me, it's just like I just hear I will survive. And then the last I will survive. Yeah. It's so close. And then the last track on this album, Wonder Woman, all I hear is like dying puppies because it reminds me of Sarah McLaughlin's um what's that song in the arms of the angel it's literally in the arms of the angel that song and it's such and the meaning of that song wonder woman right it's like a whole female empowerment type of song uh the the actual meaning escapes me at this point but it's 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 in that vein but like i just hear dying puppies that's the <laughs> Like there's so many songs on this album that like I get that it's a pop song. There's like a lot of common elements within pop that is just reused (laughs) over and over again, but it's, it's too much for me. It's too much. Oh, and chasing dragonfly says flowers reminds me of uh, when I was your man by Bruno Mars. Actually Mm. that's yeah, pretty close too. Bruno Mars also, uh, what did I call him? The, the beige prince, the vanilla prince. The beige, the vanilla prince. I think it's the vanilla prince. It's just boring. I <laughs> positives on this album. Album sounds very good. It's very well produced. There are like really mm-hmm. good songs on this album, but none of them really hit because either they just mm-hmm. reminded me of an existing song. So why would I listen mm-hmm. to this? Or like it just had weird shit in it that I was like, what the frick's the point of the song? Yeah, I I felt like "Muddy Feet" was one of those songs that you're just like, why is this in this in this album? Um, I mean, it it's a shame because I like Miley Cyrus has gotten to the point in her life 
where she's where she had that preteen like fame mm -hmm. where she didn't know how to deal with herself kind of like justin bieber and then she kind of like grown into this like almost like over sexualized icon mm. that was like wrecking ball like if you will and uh now I, this album is definitely like it screams her maturity like she's yes. definitely yeah. matured in in her career like this is my like you know what out of everything i've learned in my life like this is all the mistakes and all the stuff like i i, I want to strive to be and i feel like she could have done it way better like the beginning half when i was listening to the beginning of this album i'm like you know what this actually might be really good um but then it just went downhill after like yeah the third song and and she does have a good voice uh, i still feel like she does have that uh she can write songs like flowers like just like even lyrically like they're really well written you still i think is my favorite album jaded great song uh thousand miles not bad but she could have just like if she just spent i she should have spent more time making this album yeah like and i think this is a general pop problem with a lot of pop albums like there's no cohesive um direction with it because mm -hmm. there are so many songwriters on each of these songs that like from one song to another it's like there's too much whiplash there and like mm -hmm. the whole album just has a there's different like island the second last track is like this caribbean groove yeah. which like it's just out of nowhere like i think it fits it fits the title the endless summer vacation but then at the same time like compared to all the other songs it's like what is this why is this in here yeah and and that and that's the shit that i hate right because it's it that that song is so unnecessary right yeah. like like endless summer vacation right like you like you can even like Endless Summer Vacation, the name of the album. You have songs like Flowers, Jaded. Obviously, she's dealing with this like split from her husband, mm -hmm. right? That and and it's almost like an innuendo, right? Like, mm -hmm. like, like it's kind of cool that you can play off that, but like adding stuff in there because oh, like we have to add this in here because it's that flair. Like that, I I just can't yeah. get into that. Yeah. I don't know this it's a pop album at the end of the day um mm -hmm. but uh let's let's wrap this up final thoughts ratings what are you gonna give it Eric I mean I still stand by what I said before and what I say now Miley Cyrus should do some full like she's gotten some great covers like you listen to some of her covers unbelievable um I felt like this album could have been way better than what it could have been so i i'm gonna give this a five out of ten. Ooh, wow five right down the middle um yeah no i'm there with you also a five out of ten for me also because like it's obviously a good enough pop album but that's as far as it goes like there's mm -hmm. beyond just like listening to it in the background i can't I don't know. There's just nothing here that really grabs me or says like, I need to re-listen to this album again. Yeah. I, I 
couldn't agree with you more. Um, all right, perfect. So that was our discussion of Endless Summer Vacation by Miley Cyrus. Um, and we're going to do another pop album next week. For those of you following along with us every single week, the album that we will be discussing is Subtract, the brand new Ed Sheeran record. Um, it should be interesting because this is his final, uh, what's it called? Mathematical album. Uh, the last one in his edition. <laughs> yeah, multiply, equal, whatever. No pun intended. <laughs> this will be his last one. Uh, and he is not quitting the music industry because he did win his court case. He did say he was quitting the music industry if he lost uh, mm. that lawsuit. But he will continue making music. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Subtract will be the record that we are going to be discussing. And Ben is not happy about that. Um <laughs> for controversial statements this week eric did say that some 41 and blink 182 are the same band which they I are think not but are are they from like one's from canada one's from the states yes is that, that correct? Is correct yeah yes. okay some 41 is canadian <laughs> blink 182 is american oh that's amazing <laughs> um wonderful okay so that's it oops wrong button there you go um thanks everyone for tuning in this is the crossroads music podcast here at twitch.tv slash the crossroads music podcast uh catch us on spotify apple music all those other places we'll be back again next monday at 10 p.m et 7 p.m pt uh thanks everyone in chat for tuning in uh i think that's probably it i don't think there's anything else eric any final thoughts comments uh words of wisdom no final thoughts, no comments. Have a good one. <laughs> Perfect. We will see you all next week.